I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship a Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mun speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. This old mariner by the grace of God, many, many years ago, the Lord took him off of an old boat and placed him in the book. And oh, what a wonderful opportunity to take and to speak to so many people in our vast unseen radio audience. We'll just say a, a sea of peoples, you know. Thank you for just being there and making maybe our program, uh, maybe a part of your day, evening, night, whenever you're listening. The book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 3. I'm going to read a little verse here and uh, go into some things I hope you'll enjoy. And that you can appreciate. If you ever like to write to us, we're as we're easy uh, to find. Nowadays, most everyone has. I've gone almost in the middle of a jungle. And there were people in their little houses, you know. And uh, had their own generators. And there was the computer. They were had a keyboard just like mine, you know. Uh, so if we can help you, if you're close to a computer, it's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. As I've been saying almost now for a month or two, we're working on our website. We apologize for it not being fixed 100%. But you can find us there, org, And you can find a place to leave us a message. Tell us uh, something maybe about yourself or maybe you can uh, maybe give us a request or something that's there. The book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 3. All right, we have the writer now addressing the church at Philippi. This is Philippians chapter 1, verse 1. It talks about Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi. All right, so the book of Philippians, church at Philippi. These are many of these people have professed faith in Christ. Philippi was one of the chief cities of Macedonia. Remember reading the book of Acts, of course, today is present day uh, Greece. Uh, verse 1 and verse 2, verse 3, a little unusual. It says in verse 2, beware of dogs. Yeah, what is he talking about there? I guess bad dogs. What, pit bulls and Dobermans, Rockweilers, German Shepherds? You said, Brother Mon, that's not what he's talking about. Uh, that is correct. He's talking about people that are actually acting like uh, we think about what the nature of a dog would be. He said, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. These are people who had embraced Christianity somewhat, but remained under the Old Testament laws, the laws of the Old Testament. And what this this, this makes people proud and self-righteous, you know. All of their religion was outward. It was an outward show of the flesh. And Paul said, we shouldn't do that. 
You know, we're not people that should put confidence in the flesh. If anybody wanted to brag, the writer here could do so because he had a brilliant mind. He had a heritage without spot. My friend, he had a brilliant education, uh, superior to what even the law demanded. Yet he said, I count all but loss, verse 7 and 8, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, counted all but loss. His rich heritage, he counted it but lost. His training, his abilities, his zeal, you know, he counted it all but lost. And then this is what he wanted in our texts for this program. And to be found in him, not having mine own righteousness. He said, if I'm going to be found, I want to be found in Christ. Now, what does that mean, to be found in Christ? This term is used over and over in the New Testament about 77 times, I believe. To be found in, what does it mean to be in Christ? Where if you were, if you were in trouble, what does that mean? You were overtaken by trouble. If you were in jail, yes, you had really been overtaken by trouble, overcome by such. If you're in business, what? You're occupied with your business. If you're in church, you're housed by a church building. So in Christ, overtaken by Christ, overcome by Christ, occupied with Christ, housed in Christ, in Christ. These are believers. These are what we have further reference here in the, we think about in the Pauline epistles where it talks about the body of Christ. We think about God's family. How did they get in Christ? Well, that's a message in itself again. How do you, how do you get into the family that you're in, my friend? If you're part of the family of God today, how did you get into God's family? You said, well, I am a, and you mention a denomination or a religion. That's not what puts you in Christ. He said, I want to be found in Christ. How do you get in Christ? Just like you get it, just like I got into the Munn family. You know how I got into the Andrew Munn family? I was born into that family. 1944. Now you know my age. 1944. Born to, uh, we think about Andrew and Margaret Munn. 1966, into God's family as the gospel was preached and I responded to the gospel, my friend, into God's family. Now I'm in Christ. And my friend, that's where I want to be found. Christ righteousness, not my goodness, because my goodness just leads to pride, my friend, and self-righteousness. But the goodness that I have today is the goodness that Christ has given me. It says, and be found in him not having my own righteousness. Let's get into the very simple, practical part of this. What does it mean? And to be found in him? All right, so this indicates someone lost. And to be found F-O-U-N-D, I was found, I once was lost, but now I'm found, indicating somebody is lost. See, before you can be found, you have to be lost. That's why most people, huh, as far as God is concerned, uh, God's the furthest thing from their life. You said, why? Because they don't understand this lost condition. Uh, it's kind of like It's kind of like the criminal, you know. As far as the criminal is concerned, when he's faced with the law, what does he usually do? He runs. You know, he runs. So we think about, I lost. 
It says, and to be found in him. Jesus said that the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. You know, the gospel was preached under the power of the Holy Spirit. My eyes, my friend, was open to truth of my lost condition. And I tell you, just a sense that you're lost and there's nothing you can do about it. And only God can save. And if you're looking for a feeling, my friend, that is a feeling, this hopelessness. It says, and to be found in him. To be found indicates once again a lostness. Now, this lostness is unusual because it's willful. You said, what do you mean? And to be found in him indicates a hiding. You know, I guess just boil this down to the very basic, you know. You know what people on this earth are doing? They are playing hide and seek with God. Do you remember the first man? We think about Adam. We think about what, what, what took place now after Adam and Eve both. What they did is they deliberately disobeyed God deceived. Uh, uh, what, you know, what did they do? Did they come running to the Lord and said, Lord, we did this. I'm sorry. No. In Genesis chapter three, you'll find they hid themselves. They hid themselves. So we think about run, hide, turn out the lights. We think about indicating somebody that is hiding, you know, and to be found in him. I understand this is why people, such a hard time for folk to come hear the gospel. It's, it's hard for people to come to church. Once again, it's kind of like the criminal. He's not trying to find the policeman, you know. Indicates a hiding. Some of you right now, I would, uh, you know, I would just about... Uh, assume of, of, you know, our vast unseen radio audience. Once again, by the way, thank you for just being there. But I know there's some that's hiding from God. Shame on you. You know, how are you going to hide from a God whose eyes are in every place beholding the evil and the good? The writer here says, I want to be found in him, indicates a lostness. And to be found in him, all right, not hiding and to be found in him. Now, I like this part. Found? This indicates a finding or a finder. We will be found. Oh, but I don't want to be found like, what, Numbers chapter 32, verse 23? It says, and be sure your sin will find you out. Oh, I don't want to be found out that way. I want to be found out in Christ. You know, of every person, there are many. There's many a person that would say something like this. I've done some things nobody has found out about. I've committed what's called the perfect crime. No, see, your sin will find you out. But see what you want. What should, what should be the choice? You should choose to be found in Him. I don't want death to find me out. Oh, walking into death's door, walking through that door, and then finding out that I messed up an entire eternity because of some, uh, some, some willful refusals and some rebellion against God and God's Word here on the face of this earth. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to be found out by sin, to be found out by death. You know, foolish to think that you get away with sin. I want to be found in him. I want to be found in him. Now, the blessed thing is this. You know, he's looking for us. Someone said to a young person one time, he said, So, young man, how did you find Jesus? 
And the young man said, well, Jesus was not lost. <laughs> I was lost. He found me. You know, it's like the story of the little boy who became lost in the woods. And he didn't know what to do. He'd sit down by a tree and started crying. And his father and his family and many other people, a massive group of people began to search for him. And after a couple of hours, uh, they come upon him. They called for the father. The young man saw the father and said, I found you. I found you. I found you. But it wasn't the son that was looking. It was the father that was looking. And that is what is what has happened to us. I'm glad long before I searched after God, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm glad he was looking for me. And to be found in him, all right, shows a lostness. And to be found in him, a willful lostness, by the way, and to be found in him shows a finder, a finding there. And where are we to be found? And to be found in him in Christ, all from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 3. You know, wouldn't it have been something if God would have just, as far as Adam and Eve is concerned, just let them go and never have come to their rescue? But he came to man's rescue. He called out Adam, Adam, for every man that has ever lived, God has sent some light. God may be sending some light to you, my friend. He may be calling your name, you know. Adam, Adam, where art thou? Adam was hiding all to be found by God. All right? And to be found now all where God took for Adam and Eve. For them, he provided a way of forgiveness, coats of skin found by God. And this is the way I'd like to be found. Oh, especially because the context is verse 21, 20 and 21 of Philippians 3 has to do with the second coming of Christ. Oh, when Christ comes, I want to be found not in my own righteousness, not just in a religion. I want to be found in Christ. Now until next week, the same time, Fisher Munn, sing goodbye.